All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three blokes catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. And you heard it right, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the new oracle, Banksy, joining us for this nightcap special edition. Banksy, welcome. Welcome, guys. The new oracle, you happy to hand over that title, are we? Pressure is uh, off. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, he's clear, you're clearly not a technology oracle, Banksy. That's not a technology it's oracle. A We're fighting through audio issues here, aren't we? We are. It's a bit of a struggle, but we'll get there. We will. Um, we've just uh, posted a podcast, another NBL Fantasy Nightcap podcast, where we recapped the second loss by our Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Make sure you check that one out. We took uh, 15 minutes of fun. But uh, Banksy's team was involved with this one. Uh, Banksy, do you care to share the result with us? I know I didn't want to share the Southeast Melbourne, but how'd you go? They were barely involved. They got an absolute shellacking, 77 to 106. And it was over at the start of the second quarter and Brisbane never looked back. They were very impressive. They were underdone in terms of manpower, but United were just non-existent on the defensive end. Beautiful. Um, well, I'll start with this one. So what we like to do is talk about who's not there. So. As we're on our night out, having our nightcap, I don't know if, if you've ever done this, Banksy, but occasionally I might say, I might see you then later. If I ever say that, I'm not rocking up. Who were the players that did not rock up to this game, Banks? So for Melbourne, there was no Shane Illy um, or Peeling. And three big names missing for Brisbane. No Bangers, Soby or Tyler Johnson either. I did, you did message us saying full starting five with a little flex, I think it was, for, for Melbourne United. So when you look at those outs, that's uh, incredible, the result. So I can't wait to get it's into huge. it. You would honestly think that you should be flipping the scores the other way based on Melbourne, you know, starting their, essentially what we think will be their starting five and Brisbane missing arguably their three big names. Yeah, and I'm just looking now, like it's not like none of them, none of the big starting five played, you know, they all played at least 20 minutes. So a bit of an interesting one. Um, so maybe this might tell a bit more of a story, Banksy. Who was stopped by the bouncers? And by this we mean, was anyone in foul trouble early and had to spend a bit of time on the bench? Yeah, they were. And funnily enough, it was more on the Brisbane side of the card. DJ Mitchell and Devondre oh, Walker. Wow. They had three each to the half. I do think from memory, I didn't notice this till the start of the half, but I think um, XRM, I think he also had three at the half as well. So more foul trouble on Brisbane's side, but I guess we should probably discuss Mitchell. Um, he had 43 mm. fantasy points, even though he did have the early foul trouble. Um, bit of an all round game on the stat sheet, nine, four and six, and a handy couple of steals in there, which is key to fantasy as well. Um, I guess, with Mitchell, a little bit of interest there, but when Baines is back, knowing he was out, I guess Froling will more play the four, um, potentially off the bench. So I guess there was, you could say, more opportunity, uh, more minutes for Mitchell tonight. But I guess when Baines is back, he might lose a little bit of that appeal once Froling possibly eats into his share of minutes as well. 
You, you do say that, but then they've got Gak, who played 14 minutes tonight. Um, uh, it's a bit more of a big, so, um, you know, there's some minutes there that probably cut back a little bit as well. But, yes, interesting mm. point um, yep. and all good. And the, the one key thing we've talked about, uh, DJ Mitchell, previously on our uh, normal podcast is that we think he's going to come in as a million-dollar player just because he's been playing in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's sort of happened previously. But if he comes in at that 250 price, he could be one to keep a very close eye on. And uh, interestingly, Bordy, you talked about Harry Froling in our last main podcast as a bounce-back candidate. Um, make sure you check that out. That's a good podcast with Denim Melrose. So um, and looking and tempting. Well, that just, that, there we go. Um, it, uh, I think the Oracle name officially comes back to me then. Congratulations. about four minutes, so that's good. <laughs> now, Banksy, I know you like your Cooper's Pale Ale as well, but I like to check out the imports menu when I'm going out on a, for a nightcap. Um, discuss one of the new imports for us from this game. So I'd like to highlight Caroline. Um, he was definitely one on the watch list and still absolutely is. It was... You know, you think looking at tonight's game that it was hard to take much from the Brisbane guys because they were missing three key elements of their starting roster, whereas Melbourne, outside of really early, you know, it shouldn't have really affected the way they're going to play. But um, Melbourne got beaten by that much. It, it's it's really hard to get a read. But Caroline finished with 28 fantasy points, 13 points, only the three boards, played the 22 minutes, um, did sit late in the game. Um, I did notice watching the game, he did play at the five at times. So we know they've got the Twin Towers there at United. They still, um, you know, I guess they had to try something because they were getting smashed um, at both ends of the court. But Caroline did play in that small ball lineup a little bit in the second half at the five. Um, I thought we would have seen more rebounds. There was definitely flashes of what we thought we would see in terms of his hustle. There was a, at least one really aggressive putback off an offensive board that, um, you know, sort of got me thinking that's probably more of what we're going to see when Melbourne are, are winning games. So, yeah, a little bit more to watch there, but probably expected a little bit more than we saw tonight. Twin Towers sounds all right, mate, but Triple Towers, that's, that could be a bit concerning for all. That, mm-hmm. that could be, uh, yeah, a problem for all all of us looking for that fantasy import. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, all right. So, Banksy, uh, I'm going to go with, we did mention him very briefly before, but let's go with uh, the cheap options, which is uh, the uh, I'll get the next shout bloke who normally never does get the last next shout. That would have to be Harry Froling. Got his opportunity tonight, as we know, we've highlighted 347k. Definitely a potential cash cow on our bench, that is for sure. Um, finished off with 48 fantasy points. No banes, no worries. He was very solid. Finished with 17 points and nine rebounds. Obviously, with the extra board, that could have been a very healthy 60-point outing in fantasy land. Um, as we know, Baines is going to eat into that production, no doubt, but it was promising, um, you know, just knowing that we already have him as a cash cow on the watch list, um, and he just reiterated that further tonight, that he's definitely one we'll keep watching, but definitely one that's firming for our benches, no doubt. Even once Baines is back, you know, even if he shares, as we said, those backup minutes at the five and the four, they're not all that deep in the big man department, so I think he's going to get Certainly some minutes there from what we saw tonight. Are we officially barracking for Harry to get the starting job over DJ Mitchell? It'll be interesting, won't it? 
yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. And, you know, I guess it'll just depend on the lineup on the night. We might see games where one or the other, um, you know, interchangeable from game to game. So it might just depend up on matchup. But, um, yeah, <laughs> based on tonight, he's, he's definitely going to be in a lot of our lineups on that bench. Interesting. We need to watch out for that uh, Dr. Boyd Ty- Tyrell, ha- Tyrell Harrison uh, injury update. Um, definitely. Uh, the ultimate wingman is a category we haven't done before, mate, and that's an SF eligible player. I don't know. Ultimate wingman. Are we all we are aware of ultimate? Ultimate wingman. Thank you, beautiful. So we're all familiar with that. Um, so discuss an SF eligible player that played tonight, mate. Devon Drick Walker. Um, come out of the blocks. I'll tell you what. He come off the bench, but he was very hot early. I just remember watching him. I'm like, this is a guy that wasn't necessarily on my radar, but I did like the look of him. He scored 10 actual points in the game in literally his first two-odd minutes on the court. A um, couple of big knockdown threes. Um, looked very, very good. Had the hot hand. Finished with 42 fantasy points. Um, 18 points, three boards, two assists. Very handy three steals in there as well. So did hit the other stats a little bit. Um, I just wonder, you know, how Reliant is going to be on his shot. As we saw in the handful of games he played for Phoenix, um, you know, Brisbane were dominant. Will he get those other stats, those steals to, you know, particularly if he's going to be priced at that million-dollar price to, to be enough value for us? Yeah, I must say, Banksy, I'm surprised you uh, went, went with Devondrick for that one, seeing as there was a wing there that I think has uh, shot the lights out and could almost be in, would have been, almost been in there for the cheap option, was, and that was Tanner Krebs. I did switch over. Um, those that listened to the nightcap on the JJ's Phoenix game will note that uh, we had a fire alarm and the whole building was evacuated <laughs> just 15, 20 seconds before halftime. Um, and during that time, I actually flicked over to the Melbourne-Brisbane game based on what Banksy had been saying on our uh, personal private chat, saying that uh, Brisbane were kicking their butt, basically. And um, I did notice that little couple of minutes of play that I watched, Krebs was everywhere. I think he had a steal. He had a big dunk. He had, uh, I think he might have hit a three. Um, yeah, he was kind of was doing everything. And, I mean, he's been um, in form in NBL 1 North, um, all season, basically. Um, so hope maybe this is the year that that transfer translates over into his NBL game if he gets the time. I know he only played 21 minutes for 35 fantasy points tonight, and for someone that's going to be priced at about 370k, he could be another bargain basement there sitting there. Yeah, totally agree. He he was hot. He surely was. He he took his opportunity by two hands. But I think he was definitely, um, you know a product of opportunity tonight just with the missing guys at Brisbane and I just think in the season proper once they've got their full strength team we're just not going to see the minutes that he was awarded tonight and the the output as as a result yeah I don't know I reckon he might I reckon if he's showing the production I reckon he might because I don't know if you remember last season he was playing sometimes he was the point guard um, does and bringing the ball, the ball up and all that sort of stuff. So even though he is a little bit bigger than that, he's more as you know three, a two-three size sort of sort of a kid. But we shall wait and see. I guess uh, just to finish off the night now, Banksy, we always like to look up to the top shelf at the end of the night and maybe go a nice single malt or something a little bit beyond our normal price range. Uh, tell me about someone who you'd give the top shelf award tonight, which is best on ground. Top shelf was certainly Tucker for Melbourne United. Um, as a United fan, he 
just just got me really excited. They were getting thumped, but if anything, it was the one shining light for United tonight. Um, looked to be the go-to guy on the offensive end for sure. Um, actual in-game stats finished with 20 points, which was a team high. Um, ahead of Caroline with 13 points and Huck Porty with 11. Um, a lot of those points were from the free throw line, so he was a very aggressive in getting to the rim, shot nine from 10 free throw attempts. Um, did like that I saw him on the boards. He did have the eight boards as well. So, you know, again, if there's that opportunity, potential for the double-double, even amongst the twin towers or the three. Um, had a couple of assists. Wasn't documented on the stat line, but I definitely saw at least one very clean steal that wasn't awarded. So we could have seen a bit of a higher fantasy score there. Um, but even in an absolute blowout by Brisbane, um, as a wing, he got the 35 fantasy points, which more should have been around the 40-odd mark if they'd awarded his steal. So absolutely love what I saw from him. Um, he looked very smooth. His ability to get to the rim was very impressive. He's definitely got some moves. He's got the spin move. Um, definitely like the look of what I saw from him. And as we know, Melbourne United was definitely a team we've got to watch in the, um, in the early stages of the preseason because they've got that outstanding schedule. And as we know, the, the wing spot is definitely a, a harder or less deep spot from a fantasy perspective. But um, Tucker's definitely firming for a spot in my team. Very nice, Banksy. Um, very, very impressed with the wrap-up there in, in the 14, almost 14 minutes there. Very nice. Obviously, Melbourne play Brisbane again on Saturday night down in our hood at uh, the Casey Stadium, which I will be attending in person, hopefully, to see big banger in there but it's not looking very likely at the moment is it um so we'll have a bit of a wrap after that game as well but there's also a game tomorrow night too and it escapes me is it adelaide perth tomorrow night benny do you remember off the top of your head i do not i'm completely distracted by getting these posts up but uh (laughs) tell me but um that's fine. As always, we are on the socials at bball underscore blokes on Twitter, which is basketball blokes on Facebook, and www.basketballblokes.com for all your MBL fantasy information. Ciao, buongiorno.